Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. I'm George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 40 of the Finding Clarity Podcast. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church, where we seek to answer questions that you might have concerning Christianity and the Christian life. And typically, we come together in this podcast and look at questions that you might be wrestling with that you're trying to find an answer for, or maybe an answer for somebody that you know that's raised the question. And so this week, we're going to talk about a an issue that really plagues all of us. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you and I, whether we realize it or not, have a tendency towards this issue. Now, in fact, when I mention the issue to you, you might actually say, well, George, I don't have that problem because I'm not like that. Well, as we talk about it today, you probably are going to realize that whether you like it or not, we all have a tendency to drift towards this one issue. You say, okay, George, you've been talking kind of cryptically here. Why don't you tell me what the question is, and I'll tell you whether or not I have an issue with it. Well, the question we're going to wrestle with today is how can I avoid becoming legalistic? How can I avoid becoming legalistic? So we're going to talk about today how you and I can avoid legalism. And yes, we all have that tendency to fall into it. Now, let me first of all, as we look at this, I'm going to talk to you about the problem of legalism and why it's a problem for you and I, and why we have that tendency to fall into it. And the reason why it's a problem is is because legalism is so subtle and so deadly to a believer's life, you typically don't see your own legalisms. You typically don't see your own legalisms. You don't see, in fact, you might be looking at yourself right now and say, look, I'm looking at my spiritual life and I can tell you right now, there's no legalisms there, George. Well, what I have found is in my own life and in my experience is that when you are struggling with legalisms, you don't see it. Everybody else sees it, but you don't see it. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. 30 years ago, when I became a believer, I was a part of a little independent Baptist church in West Columbia, South Carolina. And that was a great church for me when I first became a believer. Now, the problem was, is as I look back on it now, there were a lot of legalistic tendencies, and a lot of that had to do with it being independent Baptist. There were a lot of legalistic tendencies back then, but... Here's the difficulty. The problem is we didn't see it. In fact, if I remember correctly, I remember sitting through Sunday school lessons talking about the legalism of the Pharisees and very much the attitude that we had is, is, well, we're not like that. That's something that we should be avoiding. While all the while we were legalistic about music, about dress, about this, that, or another, and we were legalistic. Now, 
So what I want you to see is, is that you can be legalistic and think that everybody else is legalistic, but the problem is, is you don't see it yourself in your own life. And so that's really the issue here is how can I avoid that? How can I recognize that and avoid it? So let's talk now about how can you tell if you're struggling with legalism? How can you tell if you're struggling with legalism? So I want to point out two things here. Number one, the first way you can tell if you're struggling with legalism is you need to look and see if you're judging others concerning their spirituality. You need to look and see if you're judging others concerning their spirituality. What I mean by that is this. You have some sort of standard that you're living your life by. And so you've come to to a conclusion that this is the standard that all Christians should live their lives by. And so therefore, when you see somebody who says they're a Christian and they're not living in accordance with what you think, you begin to judge them. They, well, they're not good Christians or they're, they're not right with God or God's not going to bless them because they're not doing this. If that's true, folks, let me just go ahead and say it. You need to take a step back because the possibility exists you're struggling with legalism. The possibility exists that you're struggling with legalism. So the first thing is, is that are you judging others concerning their spirituality based upon what you think they should be doing? Here's the second thing I want you to see about how you can tell if you're struggling with legalism. Are you judging yourself? Are you judging yourself? What do you mean by that? Well, you and I can develop legalistic attitudes and practices, and when we are not abiding by those practices and we are not abiding by those attitudes that we think we should be having, we then begin to judge ourselves as to whether or not God accepts us, God loves us. We begin to view ourselves as not being right with him based upon whether or not we are continuing to do these functions, do these things. So, if that's true, if you are judging yourself because maybe you're you're not giving as much as you think you should, or you're not attending as much as you think you should, or or you're not reading your Bible or praying as much as you think you should, and you've got this standard that you think Christians should be holding to, but you're realizing that you can't live up to that standard, then folks, let me just go ahead and tell you, you're struggling with legalism. You're struggling with legalism. And what it is, is that in in either case, when you judge others or you judge yourself, you are holding up a standard and you're saying that this standard or this practice is the basis for God's acceptance and love. That, my friends, is legalism. That, my friends, is legalism. Now, so the question now is, is why am I succumbing to this legalism? Yes, I recognize that I probably don't see it in my own life, but as I look at my life, yeah, I'm either judging others or I'm judging myself based upon a standard as whether or not I'm accepted with God. Why am I doing this? Why am I having this tendency? So this is really where we got to get to the crux of it. If we're going to understand how to keep from being legalistic, we need to understand why we go there. Did you hear what I said? If we're going to understand why we struggle and have a tendency to drift into becoming legalistic, we need to understand why we're doing that. Well, two things I want you to see here. Number one, 
we lose sight of grace. We lose sight of the grace of God in our lives. What do you mean by that, George? Well, here's what I want you to understand. I want you to understand that when it comes to your acceptance with God, when it comes to your salvation, let me ask you a question. Did you have anything to do with you receiving the forgiveness of God, with you receiving salvation, with you, with you having your sins paid for, did you have anything to do with that? The answer is no. Who did it for you? Jesus Christ paid the price for all of our sins. He is the propitiation, the wrath satisfier, the atoning sacrifice for our sin. Salvation does not come from us. And again, think about it. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, the apostle says, For by grace you have been saved, through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Grace has nothing to do with you. Grace has everything to do with Jesus. So let me just stop for a moment. Now what happens is, is that somewhere along the line, and this happens when you fall into legalism, is you maybe are recognizing, yeah, I didn't have anything to do with my salvation. Yeah, I had nothing to do. It was all Jesus, all Jesus. I had nothing to do with it. But now for some reason, and this is the mentality people have when they fall into legalistic churches, is now I've got to do something to keep it. Even if you believe in eternal security, you've got to do something to keep having the acceptance of God. You say, well, I don't believe that outright. Well, you may not believe that outright, but in practice, in the way that you live your life, especially in the way that you judge yourself and maybe also judge others, you think that your acceptance or another person's acceptance with God is based upon what they do. That, my friends, is a complete misunderstanding or a forgetfulness concerning the grace of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Concerning the grace of God. Now, when we talk about the why, let me just get right into it here and say that that's the first thing that you do when you want to make sure that you're not following falling into legalism. I want you to listen for a moment to Galatians chapter 1. Paul is writing to the Galatians. Basically, after he left there, they had some Judaizers, that's Jewish Christians who believe that you need to hold to keeping the law, come to them and basically say to them, in order for them to be saved, you have to keep the law. In order to be accepted by God, you have to keep the law. Now, listen to what he writes here. I think it's very interesting. If you look at verse 6 of chapter 1 of Galatians, he says, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of God to a different gospel. What's he saying here? He's Number one, he's pointing out that tendency to turn away and chase after legalism for acceptance with God. And he's saying that they're mar- they're marveling. And what are they doing? What I've already mentioned to you, we're, they're forgetting, they are forgetting the grace of God in their life. They're forgetting what salvation is. And so therefore, they're finding themselves in the throes of legalism another gospel. And let's just go ahead and say what that is. Legalism ultimately is another gospel, a means of attaining God's favor apart from the cross. A means of attaining God's favor apart from the cross. So we see that here. 
So why is this happening? I lose sight of the cross. So the first thing I've got to do is I've got to keep my focus on the cross for my acceptance with Jesus. Here's the second reason why. We tend to set up rules of spirituality to guide us. We tend to set up rules of spirituality to guide us. That's human nature. Human nature is is that we, when it comes to our spiritual lives, we like to set up patterns for us to follow. Now the problem is is that when I set up those patterns, and I believe that this is what I do for my attaining God's favor or his acceptance of my life, I also have a tendency to want to impose that on others and say to them, this is what you must do to attain spirituality. Folks, that's legalism. And again, I want to go to another passage of Scripture. In Colossians, the Apostle Paul, here's what he says, Let no one judge you in food or drink regarding festival or new moons or Sabbath, which are the shadow of things to come, but the substance is of Christ. Okay, let's stop for a moment. What's he saying here? He's saying, don't let anybody judge you based upon whether or not you're keeping all of these rituals or you're you're doing this spiritual spiritual stuff or keeping the new moons or be, keeping the Sabbath or making sure you're not drinking this or making sure you're not eating here. Don't 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 do that. He says, let no one cheat you of your reward. What reward is that? The reward that we get because we trust in grace. Taking delight in false humility, and, and, and let me just go ahead and tell you, that usually happens when we're legalistic. We have a false sense of humility concerning our spirituality. Look at me. I'm, I'm humble, but I'm, I'm doing what God's called me to do. Taking delight in a false sense of humility, worship of angels, intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up, by his fleshly mind and not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body is nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments grows with increase that is from God. So this person who's legalistic, he's, he's trusting in himself. He's not relying upon Christ. Listen to what he says there. Therefore, if you died with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why, as though living in the world, do you subject yourself to to regulation. So he's saying, he's reminding us of this grace issue. If you are saved by grace, if you have trusted in Jesus Christ for your salvation, why are you trusting in your rules of spirituality to live in this world? And he goes on, and these rules would be, don't touch, don't taste, don't handle, which all concern things which perish with using, according to the commandments and doctrines of men. These things have the appearance of wisdom in self-imposed religion, false humility and the neglect of Bible, but are of no value against the indulgence of the flesh. Here's what he's saying. These things, when you, you, you are living according to your standard of spirituality, it looks like you're being spiritual, but it's really of no profit. Because it's really not dealing with the root issues in your life that you're struggling with. That's legalism. So what do we do now? You've mentioned the first one. We forget about grace. We need to get our minds back on grace. The second one is, is we set up these rules. Here's what I'm going to say. It's okay to set patterns, boundaries in your life that you want to live according. 
But you cannot allow those boundaries, those rules, to become the things that you judge yourself by or others by concerning God's acceptance of you. And if they are, then you need to get rid of them. You need to get rid of them. So again, let me just kind of wrap it up for you. Here's the reality. Every single one of us, myself included, need to be on guard that we are not falling into legalism in some area. And how do I know that? How do I judge myself? How do I judge others? Why is that happening? If I find myself doing it, well, I've lost sight of the cross. I've lost sight of the grace of God. I've lost sight of his acceptance. And I think that I can do something to bring that about. Now, the problem is, is the right, we already know this. You can't do anything for it. It's the grace of God. It's getting what you don't deserve. So here's what I would encourage you. Be on guard. Watch for the warning signs. What are the warning signs? Are you judgmental of others concerning their spirituality, concerning their walk with God? Are you judgmental of yourself because you didn't do something? If that's true, you've embraced legalism in some form in your life, and you need to get back to the cross. The Finding Clarity podcast is really an opportunity, a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. You can get your questions to me. There are several ways that you can do that. If you attend our church, I would encourage you just to come up and say, hey, George, here's my question. If you don't want to do that, you can write it down, throw it in the offering plate. They'll get it to me, and we'll answer it right here on the podcast. If you don't attend our church, let me just encourage you, if you live in the Kerwinsville-Clearfield area, we are located at 700 State Street in Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania. Our morning worship service on Sunday is at 1045. We're a come-as-you-are church, so you don't need to worry about how you dress. You just need to come and learn about Jesus Christ. And if you're here, ask me a question. If you don't want to do that, and you're like, I don't live anywhere nearby, but I do have a question, there are other means that you can do it. You can go to our website, kerbinsvillechristian.org, simply go to the contact page, and you will see some means there of being able to contact us. If you're on Facebook, you simply need to go to facebook.com slash Podcast, and you'll come to our Facebook page. I would encourage you to like our page, so that way you can keep up with what's happening in with the Finding Clarity podcast and hear any future podcasts or look at the past podcasts there. You can also, if you want, use that page to send us a question. You can either message us directly through the page or you can write on the wall and say, here's a question, George. I haven't mentioned this in a while, but there is another way to, to get the Finding Clarity podcast, and that is through our church app. We have a church app, Kerwinsville Christian Church app. And all you have to do is go to Google Play or the iOS App Store, depending on what type of device you have, and do a search on Kerwinsville Christian Church, and you will see our app there. It is free. We encourage you to download it, and you'll keep up with the podcast there, as well as you'll keep up with all of our other teaching and find out what's going on here at our church. Next week, we're going to do something a little bit different with our podcast. We're going to do something special. It's going to be a special episode, 
in which it's not just going to be me and the podcast. We're actually going to have somebody who's asking a question and we're going to interact over the question. Now, the question that we're going to be wrestling with on the podcast is, how do I trust in God's will in the midst of pain? How do I trust in God's will in the midst of pain? You don't want to miss that podcast. Until then, take care.